This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. No games, no gimmicks, just reasons. I know everybody in Florida right now going crazy over this document is supposed to be coming out. Uh, we don't know who's going to be on it. But mm-hmm. I can tell you one of them dudes that was one of them dudes back in the day from 06 to 09, got there in 05, St. Petersburg, Lakewood, man, played for them Raiders, Panthers, Giants, Bucks, 49ers, even them Orlando Apollos. Now, Listen, man, if you want a tropical smoothie, man, I, I I know they got Bahama Mamas and all these different things. Kiwi Queen. This man is self-advertising <laughs> right now. Could be a Make sure you go get that, man. Make sure you go get that tropical smoothie. Tropical smoothie. Mm-hmm. The great Lewis Murphy Jr. What's going on with you today, Lou? Man, nothing, man. Another day above ground. No complaints. You know, no no complaints on this end, man. Just steady getting out there, man. I actually just left the store. Uh Tropical Smoothie, St. Petersburg, Florida, 46, 21, 34th Street South. Come on down, grab you a smoothie, grab you a wrap, grab you a flatbread, whatever you want, man. We got we got all the healthy healthy food options for you. Listen, speak, and speaking of promotion, man, I mean, this 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 man, former student athlete, I'm a former student athlete. Put your money with, listen, put your money with them student athletes, uh, minds, hearts, and bodies are. Go to, go to Florida Victorious, man. Make sure and type in 84 Reasons in the coupon code to take... 20% off your first month's membership. Yes. If you say you love Florida like you say you do, become a member. Go to Florida Victorious. Type in 84 Reason the coupon code. Get 20% off your first month's membership. You decide what membership it is, but make sure you support them student athletes. Mm-hmm. Now let's get back to the episode. Lou, I got to jump into that, though. I, I'm, I'm online one day, right? I said, all right, let me see what Lou doing. I see you cutting the ribbon. Yeah. I see the tropical smoothie. Talk about that, talk about that business side, because that's the part we... People know you as Lewis Murphy, two-time BCS national champion, which we'll get into. But mm-hmm. Lewis Murphy, the the businessman, how did how did that come about, man? And, and it's got to make you feel good. Know you got one in your hometown. Yeah, man, it feels great, man, to be able to bring a healthy option uh, to the south side of St. Pete. You know, we don't have really uh, for years, man. Growing up on in St. Pete, there there wasn't any uh, healthy eating options on the south side. Um, so we had McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, KFC, Church's Chicken, Popeyes, those types of things, man. But we didn't have anything uh, to, you know, help. You know, uh, you know, um, we didn't have anything on the south side, man. So that was, you know, being able to bring a healthy food option, uh, you know, semi-fast food dining uh, to to the community, man, it's been a dream come true, uh, you know, to be able to invest, uh, you know, in myself, in my own business and, and uh, you know, looking at expanding, looking at scaling up, you know, opening more locations throughout Florida. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been awesome, man. It's been awesome to be able to create jobs, uh, for for young kids to work in a in a safe environment, uh, it's been great, man. Even bringing that full circle, St. Pete boy, I see you repping them books right now. I got the place. Yeah, yeah, man. I just 
I worked out this morning, still ain't got a chance to get back home, man. So, you know, worked out this morning and yeah, but yeah, definitely repping those Bucks, man. Definitely a Bucks fan. Lou, when you think about your life, man, we, we, we'll get into a you know a little bit with everything Lewis Murphy had to endure from a young from a young boy to a young man to a fully grown man. When people come in the store and they say, "Man, you Lewis Murphy," and they, and you know him by their first last name, you know who their parents are, because the athlete, man, it was it was in you, right? That that's really just overcoming whatever I got to overcome from where I'm from to where I'm going. But to see you now saying, man, I'm providing jobs. I'm providing healthy eating options. And I didn't have to, I didn't have to say, hey man, y'all come out here to this, you know, gentrified area in, in St. Pete. No, no, no. I grew up yeah. on the South Side. I'm gonna put them on. I always say, you want people to eat healthy, put it where they at. You can't force them to go out there to the burbs. It's got yeah. to make you feel good knowing, look, hey man, y'all know the Popeyes at, you know what you know the KFC at? Yeah, I'm right around the corner from that. Come up and yeah. it's got to make you feel good knowing. People say, man, I know listen, I know we call it the hood from where we from. That's just that's just what we say. But you doing it and you didn't have to leave. You had to leave to get your money right, come back, but yeah. to know, hey man, I'm still over here in the south side, man. I might live out here, but I work right here. Yeah, man. It, it's it's really surreal, man. It's really surreal because coming where we come from, we don't, you know, I didn't have any business acumen. I didn't have any, you know, uh guidance on, you know, early on, you know, to what to invest in, you know, how to, you know, save your money. I didn't even know how to pay taxes, you know. It's, I didn't even know taxes come out to check. You know, you know how it is. You get that check, man, on, on Monday or Tuesday. It's your, sitting on your lock and, and half of it's gone. I had no no financial literacy at all, man. So to be able to run a business, a successful business uh, in my own hometown and provide and then, as you know, grandmama then we grew up on collard greens, chitlins, hog mogs, uh, you know, diabetes runs rampant in the, in the, in the black community, African-American community, um, you know, the greasy foods, uh, <clears throat> you know, clogged arteries. I just had a, a homeboy, man, he only 47 years old, just had open heart surgery, you know, and I've been telling him about, hey, bro, you got to eat healthy, man, you got to eat healthy, you know. Um, so I'm just putting... My money where my mouth is because I know that, you know, we do have a healthy product um, that we do uh, give out, whether you want to do eat chicken or you want to go plant-based. We offer plant-based chicken as well. So, um, you know, to be, to, to be able to do that, man, it still hasn't hit me yet. Like, it's still kind of surreal that this is what I'm doing. And not alone, you know, creating jobs. You know, my first job, I worked at Direct Center. I was making five seventy-five an hour. You know, I'm. You know, all my well, my high school kids just went back to school, so we had to rehire and get some more uh, people for morning crew. But you know, they start off at twelve dollars an hour. You know, and and to see, you know, one of my uh, athletes that I was coaching at Gibbs High, you know, his first check he had eight hundred dollars. And it's in two weeks, and he bought. He came in with some some Yeezys, like some Yeezys. So I was like he spent like six hundred and fifty dollars on them. So the flip side is also teaching the young players. Hey man, you don't get eight hundred dollars and go spend seven hundred of it on some shoes. Like you know, you need to put seventy five percent of it up, live off the twenty five percent. You living with mom and dad. Just little little nuggets that I didn't have growing up. So just trying to teach them that way too. So it's, it's like a full circle thing for me. 
and, and I'm, you know, and what better place to do it at Tropical Smoothie to, you know, promote healthy eating. How has that expanded your circle? Because anytime you become a business owner now, you become a part of that circle of other, people start coming to you saying, hey, Lewis, we know of you as a player, but look, we want to invite you to this business, you know, uh, you know, expo, just so you can tell, because no matter what, most people in business, they grew up wanting to be businessmen and women. That's what they've always wanted to do. You uh -huh. said, look, man, what I learned in sport helps me, because uh, I was in that 33% tax bracket, and I played in California and New York, to where they take all your bread. It's, I said, look, man, I ain't even pay child support when I was in the league. I, I was paying for somebody's kid when I was in the league, because I'm like, but just talk about that being able to say, yeah, man, I'm always going to get open doors because of who I am. But now I'm walking up in spots to where, oh, man, that's the dude that really own Amazon. Or that's the dude that owned it. Talk about how your circle has gotten bigger because of what you do now. Um, Man, I, I've been able I've been able to be blessed to meet a lot of great people, man. A lot of smart, business savvy people that have acquired a lot of wealth over the years. Um and it's like i say man it's kind of surreal man to even sit down with a billionaire and uh and to see their mindset and see how they scaled their business and what they did uh to get into it um and then i would say too um for all the young players out there you know when you go to when you get drafted to the tennessee titans or the you know green bay packers or the new york jets or whoever it is um, make sure you go to the corporate sponsored dinners, you know, whatever event they have, because they always ask, you know how they ask, like, hey, we need you to go to this corporate event. And then, you know, a lot of dudes, they don't, you know, don't want to go. You know, a lot of people we do, we do do the, you know, uh, community relations, you know, a lot of the, you know, or going to the hospitals or the Ronald McDonald uh, Center or you know, the breast cancer awareness type of deal. Um, I switched my mindset when I signed with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and thank God I was able to do three years there. But that was my sixth year in the league, and I hadn't gone to a lot of those meetings or events. And some just told me, hey, man, I want to go see who's these corporate sponsors. So I remember the first event we sat down, uh, they said that it was – you know, only five players allowed to go. They couldn't get five players to commit to it. So I, I ended up going uh, as one of the, uh, you know, players to sit down and have a dinner with corporate, the top corporate sponsors of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before, uh, before the season. It was like around this time, you know, training camp, probably about a week out, you know, had one preseason game left. And I was, I sat down, I went to the corporate dinner and I was sitting next to Mr. Barnett and he is a big time <clears throat> Bucks uh, sponsor and he owns Publix. So public shopping center. So it was like, you know, and just being able to sit down and talk to him and get to know him and his wife and get his number. Uh, and then I was able to meet uh, Troy Taylor, one of the, uh, He's he's a billionaire. He owns the largest uh, Coca-Cola distribution in uh, the Southeast region. Um, so I was able to meet 
and then so I just started. Then they had like a a, a, a poker tournament, uh, you know. So because you know these people are paying you know upwards of you know well millions of dollars to put Publix on the side of the stadium. Then they're paying you know on the on the low end two hundred thousand to have a suite at the games. You know, suites don't come with drinks and food included. So they're probably spending throughout eight games another close to another, you know, three, four hundred thousand. So being able to surround myself, I switched my mindset. I don't know what kicked on that. I just like, man, I want to go to all the corporate events. So now, you know, so that's been 10 years ago. And I've cultivated those relationships over the years of just, you know, talking with guys, you know, and, you know, just, you know, uh, being friends with them, man, honestly, and just asking, like, who's your financial advisor? How'd you get started? And what should I do, you know, X, Y, Z? So that's kind of how I navigated, you know, uh, these waters of being able to open up my own franchise. Talking with Lewis Murphy Jr., St. Petersburg's finest, two-time BCS national champion, talking business. Big business these days, corporate dinners. I was a I was a top pick of the Titans back in 2004. So a lot of my a lot of my fellow draft class didn't know that I'm going to black tie events. I'm mm. going to, but, I, but the difference was I didn't have a choice. That's, a, that's another thing. I don't mean to interrupt. Mm -hmm. They usually only allow like the first rounders, yeah, the second yeah. rounders to go to these events. So that was another thing I noticed. I'm like, man, why? Why can't I go? Because even when the Bucks, when I asked the Bucks to go to that event, they were kind of like, ah, you know, we, you know, we're looking for the Gerald McCoys, the Vincent Jacksons, you know, the quarterback, you know, Jameis Winston. They're looking for those guys, Mike Evans, to go to those events. And I was like, shoot, man, I, I was like, man, if any way you can slide yeah. me in, I, I'll, I'll go, you know, and um, and even dropping that, hey, two-time BCS national champion. Now I can still, you know, link me with a Gator. Right. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So go ahead. So you were privy to those. I mean, you were privy. No, to no, those. no. You know, you're right, though. I mean, I, and the thing about it is, though, Murph, what that, that you keep on saying it too. That I hope people getting it. I had to switch my mindset because when you're an athlete, man, I'm, I'm, I'm one track minded. I'm trying to make sure, especially in the league, it's different in college. Yeah. Now they paying me to do this. I got to make sure I'm on my game and I hope my body responds. I hope I don't get hurt. All these things on your mind. But then you go into an event and you say, wait a minute, man. No, I know I'm I know I own puppy. What? You yeah. all of them. All yeah. <laughs> every time you see a puppy, that's me. So wait a minute. I, I'm the biggest Coca-Cola distributor distributor in the Southeast. What? It's like and, and, yep. and what we hope to find a cheap house for two, three hundred. That's what I spent. No, I spend that for the suite. That's that's a, that's a suite with nothing in it but people. No food, no drinks. And you thinking that's just that's just to be on the scene and be. I'm only one suite of whatever they got twenty thirty, but I got yep. to be up here that way. When you know, people, if you want to meet someone, so you got to get a suite. It, it, you got to pay to play, and I ain't even yep. on the field. I think that's a great, I think that's great because now it's yeah. like now when you see these youngins and you telling them, listen, I know y'all don't believe me, but just look at the picture. Look yeah. at the people with money compared to people, the people with, with money, they don't have on anything, but a shirt, yeah. a short, real yeah. simple. But You'll never people, notice. The people with no money, they got on. Because people with money go, what is a chain going to do me, man? I know, I, know yeah. I, I own gold. I own diamonds. I own yeah. And they looking at you like, look, man, the time it takes me to put the diamonds around my neck, man, I'll, I'll invest that in my grandchild that I don't, that I don't even have yet. Yeah. I'm gonna, 
It money, big money is different because they've they've had it for so long. Yeah, they, now don't get it twisted now. They got the nicest house in the neighborhood, they got the biggest yacht on, on the you know, on the ocean, but you got to get to that. When they want to flex, they'll say, oh, you want me to show? I can show off. You want me to show off? Listen, yeah. I have my driver come. I, we don't do Uber. Yeah. I'll have my driver come scoop you. We'll yeah. take you out here. But they only showing you that because they saying, we got this young boy. Because no matter what, Murph, you the only one on the yacht can talk that talk when it comes to sports. See, you the right. only one can do that. Like, hey, so how was the Murph? Oh, man, the flagship University of Florida. Yeah. Talk about that, being able to say, I'm used to talking to kids who want to play in Florida, want to do what we did. But now, Mr. P Mr. Barnett is saying, so you played for Urban, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You did. It's like you play. talk about still being really revered by billionaires who say, well, look, man, just like you want to meet me, it took you coming to my realm for me to meet you. Yeah. It's, it's still a mutual respect thing is all I'm saying. It's, it's definitely a mutual respect, man. And, and um, and and honestly, man, just speaking to the to the young generation, even the, the Gator players, you know, young Gator players watch this, man. I know it could kind of be uncomfortable because we're not used to those, you know, those dinners. You know, we're not used to drinking Cabernet Sauvignon. We're not, you know, we're not used to drinking Pinot Noir. Like, so, you know, just be yourself, man. Be yourself, you know, and you know, and that's one thing I love about football. And sports in general, it brings so many people together from so many different walks of life, you know, no matter religion, race, uh, financial standings, you know. Um, and, man, I've been able to, you know, meet some, get some really good advice for some, you know, really wealthy people, man, and uh, that I could call on, man. And, I, and you know, and the, the old saying, hey, when you get a business card, you know, make sure you follow up. You know, make sure you follow up. And then there's one, there's one, uh, one business deal or one business opportunity, young rookie, uh, playing out in the Raiders. And I met, and I, to this day, I, I, I regret it, man, because the dude was like a big fan of mine. And I was just, it wasn't that I blew him off. I just was busy. And I, yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't understand what that relationship could take me. But I was me. I don't even remember his name. But the owner of the CEO of Pixar, the ones who did Toy Story, and yeah, yeah, every, every Pixar cartoon movie. You know, he wanted to go to dinner. He wanted me to come by the studio. He wanted to show me, you know, everything. <clears throat> he had a big office in, in San Fran, and he wanted me to meet meet with him, man. And to this day, man, I regret that I let whatever at the time get in the way of being able to cultivate that relationship, man. So that's probably the reason why when I got to the Bucks, I was like, nah, I'm going to try to capitalize on these relationships as far as like not wanting anything, but, but knowledge, you know, like how, how, if you want to, you want to be my friend, you want to show me, or you want me to sign these autographs, you want me to sign this football, sure, I'll do it. But tell me about your uh, CPA. Man. You know, tell, me, tell me about your task guy. Tell me about, how do we, you know, how how do you make this budget work within the organization and within the corporation? How do you go out and get a loan, a business loan? Like, so I started switching my mind on talking, making those kind of questions. You know, when they ask me football questions, I ask them a business question and we just go back and forth, you know, and build a relationship.
talking with Lewis Murphy Jr., more than just a football player, if you guys haven't figured out real quick. I mean, I, I'm happy at the fact that you spent your longest time in the league, the closest the close, closest to home. I mean, St. Yep. Pete, Tampa, it's right there together, but then you, you're talking about everything you're doing. But, which I know you ain't on this documentary coming out, man, but I always talk about Gloria for the you got you got the 90s with Spurry you got there, and you got from 06 09. And the thing about it is with you, Murph, number one, when them Raiders drafted you, man, I was like, yes, because I got to play, I got to play for the Raiders, man. That's silver, and it's silver and black for you. It ain't black and silver, it's a silver and black. Yeah. But the thing is, the glory years of Florida came around again in 06 09, Urban Meyer, right? And you know, when people talk about him, you get a lot of different answers. Is it Utah yeah. Urban? Is it? Florida urban is it Ohio State urban is it Jacksonville urban is it Amherst urban? You got hungry, want to make a name for himself. Where the hell is Utah? Urban Meyer. This dude is coming from a part of the world that we don't even know where it is, and we got them the first game of the year. But yeah. what did Urban Meyer mean and do for Lewis Murphy? Because we know he's a hell of a coach, but what did he mean to you? Man, um, I know there's a lot, a lot of opinions on Herb, man, and um and nobody's perfect, you know, nobody walks this earth that, that's perfect, only one man did. So for me, man, he helped me grow into a man, man. It was, and it's not for everybody, you know. Um, I think we talked about it before, you know, I was raised by a Marine, you know, so the mind games and the yelling and the screaming and the cursing out, uh, I was numb to that. You know, it was like, you know, hey, my dad does this, you know, but he loves me. So, you know, and other dudes come from, you know, different households or, you know, raised by mom or, you know, went to a high school program, private school program where their coaches, you know, was all about positive reinforcement. Uh, I never, I didn't, you know, I didn't know any of that growing up in high school, little league, you know, so college, it was all cool for me. Like I was, I feel like I was ahead of the curve with Urban because I knew he he studied. He's a psychology minor, psychology master, and he studied the Marines. And he had told my dad that uh, in our recruiting process. So with that, I kind of already knew what I was going to get. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, son, the way I raised you is going to be, Herb going to be on the same thing. You know, and was it tough? Heck yeah. Was it hard? Heck yeah. Did I want to fight Herb? Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted, he he pushed the buttons. He pushed every envelope and he's, you know, either you're going to do it his way or you're not. And you're going to know that you're not doing it his way. So, um, you know, me and Herb had a crazy relationship and he spoke about it in books. He's talked to other teams about it, you know, from me getting kicked off the team three times and him trying to lay the law, but for whatever reason, always giving me another chance. Um, Cause I was a kid that I pushed it, but I didn't like kill myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't, you know, I knew, you know, you know, where to draw the line at. And um, you know, I'm thinking and what he means to me, man, he means the world, man. Cause there was things that I needed to do better. There was things that as a kid that, you know, I guess what you what they say is who you truly are is what you do when no one's looking, you yeah. know. So um, there was things when no one was looking, I wasn't living right. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't living right. I wasn't uh, 
you know, upholding the Murphy name, you know, my parents' name and, and what they raised me to be. And Herb called it out, you know, and a lot of people can't handle that, you know, facing it, you know, you in the mirror, like having that, you know, that real talk with yourself and telling yourself, hey, man, you need to do better. I need, you know, so every time I got in trouble at, at Florida, thank credit to my dad as well. He always, the first question was, what could you have done better? You know, what could you have done? And then when you start thinking about, um, okay, okay, I skipped curfew. What could I have done better? I should have just went to sleep. I shouldn't have snuck out talking with my teammates, you know, let somebody else pull me along and, and get me out, you know, and now they double back and check, you know, curfew and I'm not in my room and now Herb kicking me off the team. You know what I'm saying? It never was like, even though Herb got in my chest, jacked me up, you know, all MF, you know what I'm saying? Like my dad, like, hey, you know, Hey, man, if you a soldier in the Marines and you do some crazy stuff, bro, you don't even want to know what's coming, coming to you. You know what I'm saying? So, Herb, do your thing with my son and, you know, whatever you do, you know, I'm going to live with it because he, he he made his baby going to live in it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why our relationship was a little different because he, my father gave him that, you know, hey, he in your hands. Don't call me. You know what I'm saying? Don't call me. You handle it. You recruited him, so you you take care of it. And then so Herb really cleaned me up, man. And not saying I was no drug addict yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. I just, you know, the you know, skipping curfew, egging people dorm rooms, you know what I'm saying, smoking some weed here and there, you know. It was the typical 18-year-old, 19-year-old stuff that we all go through, man. And and but he had punishment that just was you know we'll see in the netflix series you know so i'm sure they um if they don't show it they need because <laughs> the punishment was ridiculous yeah but even with that though Murph, when, when i got to when i got to florida man uh i used to have some teammates say well some of y'all gonna have to get that young man about y'all system and if the coaches got to do it you ain't gonna like their methods when, when that's, i'm hearing that's you talk, real that's when real. i'm hearing you talk that young man is strong now. I mean, he's strong. I mean, that young man said, come on, Murph, man, you'll be back by the time. You're like, all right. But then you told me something last time, though. I want to make sure you say you had an incident on campus, right? Mm -hmm. I think it might be your last one. And you told your pops about it. Your pops said, you better tell Urban. What? You better yeah. tell him. And it's mm -hmm. like, because cause your daddy know you. He like, this boy ain't going to tell him. He like, listen. Mm -hmm. It's better that you tell he's gonna find out anyway. But if you tell him, mm -hmm. it may soften the blow just a little bit because coaches don't coaches don't like surprises. Yep. At all. So if he go, hey yo, coach, can I holler at you? Like, what talk about just being because to me, yeah. that's growth, man. Because just because your dad is saying, Hey Murph, you need to tell him, you're like, hell no, I'm not, I'm not telling with everything we done had, he's saying, No, yeah. this is how you show him, coach. I made a mistake again, right? But I'm different. I'm coming at you. It ain't Gainesville son or whatever. Yeah. It's talk about that and and uh, and how that ended up being like the big the biggest turning point. Man, that situation was definitely my third strike. I've been kicked off for fighting, kicked off for missing curfew, and the third one was uh, marijuana possession. And um, I got a ticket, didn't go to jail. It was four grams, and um, and my my dad got the ticket 
to the house like a week later. Uh, they mailed the ticket, and that's when he said either he's like you, he he basically gave him, he rolled up the games where he said either you know you need to tell him, and I'm not gonna make the decision for you. Either you gonna tell him if you we because we could we had hired an attorney who was gonna get it swept under the rug, but what he said was was that man if like if the Gainesville son find out if another coach tell him, and you didn't come to him as a man and tell him first. You probably won't, you know, you probably, and he didn't say it verbatim like that, but it just was like, hey, you need to tell him. And the way it worked out is how you said it. Like, I went to him as a man on Memorial Day, uh, called him, told him. He said, I ruined his day and hung the phone up to meet him. Then he texted me, meet him in his office at 9 a.m. in the morning. And, man, I couldn't sleep that night, man. And, and that's when he kicked me off a third time, took my scholarship. I had to work. Uh, at Southwest Rec as a referee to earn money to, you know, pay my parents back. Uh, and I was off for a good five, six months, you know, off-season time and and had to earn my way back, man. But, you know, it was a weight lifted off my shoulders by telling them and looking back, you know, life is best understood looking backwards. Like you said, man, like that showed him, even though he might not have thought it in the moment, I didn't think it at the moment, but you know, man, this kid came to me and told on himself, you know, and and took everything that came with it. And I mean, when I say it was hell to pay, it was hell to pay Psych- psychologically, mentally, physically. It was just draining, man. It was just like. It was so bad to where. Bro, I feel I consider myself a tough dude, man, where I was, like, crying like a baby, like, you know what I'm saying? Because it was the dude who had to take me through the punishment, Coach Bayless. I don't know what Coach Bayless. I think Coach Bayless is the head strength coach at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Coach Frank is the head strength coach at Tennessee Titans. And um, them two had to get up at 5.30 a.m. to work, well, really at 4.35 because I had to be there at 5.30 and or five depending on how they feeling you know and they had to put me through the punishment so since they had to put me through the punishment you know and they ain't trying to get up that early so they 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 put it on me man they put it on me and then psychologically you know they would do stuff like you know i I had to do that workout but then come out back and work out with like the walk-ons so then they'll just like i couldn't you know we doing 450 pounds on leg press and my legs shaking. I already worked out this morning. So they screaming in my face, all screaming. I'm just shaking. I'm tears coming down my eyes. I done, we done ran stadiums, all that. Then we'll be, I'll be done with the walk-ons. And then like, they'll just be like, Murphy's a, Murphy's a F up. Murphy's a F up. Like he's a, he's a shit bag. And then they'll just like, I'm, I can't even walk. They'll take weights off the racks Cadillacs, 45, 30, they'll just start throwing them around. They'll tell everybody else, throw the weights off, take the weights off, make Murph clean it up. So they all going went to the locker room. I'm cleaning up the weight room and dudes, you know, so now I'm looking at these dudes like, damn, bro, like, y'all ain't have to throw that at me. You can take a five off a 10, but y'all taking six 45s off. Y'all taking both sides. You know how many weights it is at Florida. Yeah. yeah. You know, they throwing weights there and not a weight better not. A weight, every weight better be put back perfect. Or you, you off the team. Everything was, 
You don't do it, you're off the team. You don't do it, you're off the team. So mentally, man, I just felt like after doing all that, it's like nothing could break me, dog. Like I'm like, bro, y'all never gonna break me. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's how I was, man. And then I had to pay my dues. I looked at it kind of like pledging. Like, all right, cool. This is what I gotta do. I got my morning started at five. I ain't done till 10, 10 p.m. Five months. Let's knock it out. You know what I'm saying? And I just went at it. If your dad isn't a Marine, right? Because, you know, you talk about, we all think we tougher than what we are, but you the son of a Marine. Like, you the son of yeah. one, which means, hey, man, all I know is tough love. Like, I'm going to love you, but I'm going to give it, because that's not coincidental. Because when, when Urban say, I studied Marines, he know what you can take. Now, you one of 85. Now, the other 84, I don't care. Love, love your B-Spikes and Pouncey Twins and Percy and Teeth. They ain't doing that. Earl was soft on them. Earl was soft on them. Earl was soft on them. I seen Earl change before my eyes, man. I seen Earl change Aaron Hernandez and all of them, man. None, none of them, because we was Earl's first true class. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So then you would say, and he didn't recruit us. He only had, you know, a month before signing day to, to really bring us in. So he would always say, like, I didn't bring you here. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I ain't bring you here. I ain't recruit you. So he didn't. He treated he treated us like uh, like a stepchild. You know he he just was you know. And I I would like to look at the stats, but I would say out of the 20 dudes that came in in 2005, probably only three graduated. Everybody else got either kicked out or transferred because they they couldn't take it. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll just be like, man, dog, like they I see my dog packing up in springs. He's like, bro, I'm gone. I'm like. Man, shoot, I ain't got nowhere else to go, bro. I can't, you know, I well, I'm going to go back to the south side, but I ain't what I'm going back to. So I just stayed, you know what I'm saying? I just stayed. I took it. My boy John Demps, love him to death, you know, got in trouble with me too. Ended up doing way worse stuff than me. And Herb gave him chances, but, you know, man, we in punishment. He just walked out like, hey, bro, I ain't doing this no more. I'm like, bro, I, I can't go home. So, you know. I'm gonna have to stick this one out, bro. No matter what, what y'all want me to do, so I just took that that mindset, man, and and do and then do I get, you know, why dudes come out and say bad stuff about it? I get it, but I also understood the flip side of you know him trying to win and try to build a program. Like, hey, man, you know, he need dudes all in. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, he trying to win fast. He trying to win now. Nah, he ain't trying to wait three, four years. He one, two years, he trying to win. So, and I wanted to win. All I care, all I care about is winning. You know, that I, so, hey, you want to win? This what you saying we got to do? Then I'm going to do it. And he's proved it. Listen, I, I guarantee you this, and I can't prove this. And the voice you're hearing right now is Lewis Murphy Jr., two-time BCS national champion. Spent a bunch of years in the league now doing his thing with Tropical Smoothie. Make sure you guys get over there and get you one. But Tropical Smoothie Cafe, by the way. But I got to say this. I know this happened. Man. Your daddy talked to Murph. Your daddy talked to Urban just one-on-one. -on -one. I guarantee you Urban said, is there anything I can do to make him come home? He go, my son, hell, my son? No. If he comes home, it's because they got a break. My son will not come back to St. Pete because he couldn't make it. If I know who I raised, no. If, yeah. He said, Urban, nothing against you, bro. You ain't me now. Cause you get him because he he talented, he yeah. mine, he's mine. Like he's that's my DNA. And to me, 
that's what makes that's what makes you so unique, man. Nobody will ever know about Southwest. Man, you probably go on campus. You like, no, don't go this way. Well, don't, don't don't go by Southwest. Go down. Go go another way. Yeah. I don't even drive by there. This place, you know, my. But yeah, but Herman made a decision though. He said. There are certain players that make coaches, meaning, yeah, I get it, Urban, Tebow, Percy, Prime, I get it, Brandon Spy, I get it. But you were the one that said, look, man, I'm going to need somebody to speak on my behalf one day, too, because Lewis really got to know me. Like, I get the football player. Now, if he going to show me who he is as a person, I'm going to show him who I am as a person. I just We just have to be coaching player. And when you and when y'all horsing up two natties, man, when yeah. you holding them, you saying, bro, it means something different. I get it. It means something to all of us. Yeah. I had to earn this, boy. I might not. I mean, you can't give us that crystal ball back. I'm going to get it back to you. But, bro, I'm telling you, yeah, I had to really earn it. Really earn it. Man, when Herb handed me that trophy, man, and I looked in his eyes, man, and we both started tearing up, man. It was, it was emotional, man, because, one, he had, you know, I went from that kind of like the story of Joseph, man, um, you know, from the pit, the prison to the palace, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I went through all of those with Herb and became a captain, you know what I'm saying? And, and had the voice to the locker room. So, you know, uh, it was it was very uh, prophetic, man, and, and spiritual, you know. And, you know, Herb cursed, Herb cursed my, my parents out, you know what I'm saying? Like, bad. And, you know, and he has no recollection of it, you know, talking to him about it. He don't even like, he don't even recall, you know, that, but, you know, one thing that also drew me and Herb closer was Herb mom passed of breast cancer. And then my mom was going through breast cancer at the time. And I ended up, she ended up passing my senior year of college. So, Herb, by that time, I had done got through all the BS. I had, my, I had a great junior year. You know, he talked to me about staying. And, um, you know, so, and coming back for senior year to, to host up the trophy at the end of the year. And I did that, you know, because just talking with him and knowing where I had done came. See, there's a lot of dudes who can't forgive people. You know what I'm saying? I know the stuff that Herb did was kind of borderline pushing it. But, man, you know, there was stuff that I did wrong, too. So I wasn't, I wasn't innocent either. You know, and everybody want to be innocent when it comes to these making mistakes, man. And you just got to own it. And uh, so, yeah, so me and her developed a relationship, man, that, you know, shoot, we talked, shoot, about two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just about, like, checking up on, he checked up on me. I ain't, you know. And um, so, yeah, man, it, it's, you know, and then for the world to see it all come together, man, I'm yeah. excited to see see the Netflix series, man, yeah. and see see how they highlight it and see what goes on, man. But you know, they we was trained, we was some we was some trained soldiers, man. Herb had us, cause the mental side of things, man. Like you you push guys mentally, it's all in the mind, man. You know, as a professional athlete, dog, yeah. if your mind ain't right, bro, you can't yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? So he pushed us mentally to a limit that I've never been pushed. And that I don't even think is allowed anymore. I'm looking forward to seeing it. But even listening to you, even listening to you, uh, Murph, your, his mom died of breast cancer. Your mama died of breast cancer. Yeah. You're the son of a Marine. He studied Marine. Yeah. Most coaches, and Mike Tomlin said this about Pittsburgh, he said, man, we become coaches because we didn't make it as players. Like, 
I can admit that. He said, I can, I didn't make it as a player. In a sense, right? You were urban. He like, look, man, what would I say to me if I'm a player? His yeah. name is Lewis Murphy Jr. This boy, in, in his mind, to me, he's saying, if I don't make sure this boy make it, I'm not a good coach, man. Because yeah. he got the X and O. We know he got out there on the field, he got that. But hell, he got people like you. It ain't like he coaches slouches. He yeah. know who to recruit. But you just said out of all them guys that came in in 2005, most of them didn't make you like, hey, bro. I, listen, he might not recruit me, but I'm staying. Yeah. I might be coming back from a football camp in Florida State, and then the coach said, where you at? Hey, man, I'm coming back to Florida State. Come on up here. Let's, let's offer you real quick. It's like, to me, he saw himself in you and said, boy, I'm going to give myself – I just happen to be named Lewis Murphy Jr. I happen to be from St. Petersburg. I'm not going to let this boy – because to me, if you would have came to his office and told him, man, I'm leaving, I don't even want to know what that would have done to him. If you was yeah. saying, I ain't doing this no more. Because that's the part that we don't give. Coaches got 85 guys to watch. Yeah. 85. Uh, 85, 18 to 22-year-olds who all think we, we all the man coming from where we coming from. But he said, I got this young man who he mirrors me in so many ways, except he's athletic. That's I, funny. I didn't, I didn't that, get that. That's funny that you say that, man, because I, I, had, I had that conversation with Herb. I had that. I told him I was leaving, man, and he pulled up the keys, man. You know what keys at? Yeah. He pulled up the keys because I had did everything he told me to do, you know. And that's a whole nother, I guess, I really don't want to tell that story, but it's true, you know. Um, I had, uh, it's, that's why I didn't really want to do the Netflix thing, man, because there's so many true stories that I do have, and it's it's tough to talk about it because you gotta have faith. If you don't have a yes. belief in God, yes. there's no real rhyme to the reason. Like nobody in their right mind, after what I've been through, would have stayed at Florida. There's no way. Because um going into my junior year, after doing the punishment, basically two years of punishment, freshman and sophomore year, just every punishment all the time. Uh going into my junior year. You know, yeah, think about it. Dallas left. Kenneth Tooks left. Uh, Jamar Cornelius was gone. Chad Jackson was gone. Uh, you know, all we had was Bubba left. But then they brought in Riley Cooper. Um, and Riley was a highly sought after, you know, wide receiver. So Riley's coming in, you know, he had been there for a year. So... Um, and this is all documented. So that sophomore year going to junior year, we had a spring game, orange and blue game. And I had, there was nothing, I had trained so hard and been through so much punishment that it was like, bro, this is my time. It's junior year. It's going to be me, Bubba, Percy uh, starting. I'm going to be at the Z. Bubba going to be at the X. Percy going to be in the slot. So, um, and Herb told me, well, not or he didn't tell me. I told myself I'm going to break the Florida Gator record, spring game record. Like, I'm going to go for 300 yards. Like, I'm going to go crazy. Like, Plexico Burris had came to the game because Plexico Burris uh, was like Percy, uh big homie. Yeah, they both from Virginia, the Virginia boys, yeah. So we in the, uh, we in the uh, tunnel come, about to come out. 
and I see Plex. Say me and Plex, I had met Plex go through Percy and Bubba uh, after we won the national championship in 06. That was my sophomore year. Uh, we went down to Miami. There was, uh, I think it was the Colts and... Uh, the Bears. Yep. And uh, that's when Tony Dungy won his first yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, Smith, know, yep, yep. On a rainy night, leaving, uh, you know, when Bucks sent him in the rain, packing his stuff up. So being a Bucks fan and, and, you know, wanting to go down there. So Percy said, man, let's jump in the car. Let's go down there. We just won that championship in January. So the Super Bowl is in, in the January at the time, February. We go down there, meet Plesco Burst, hang out with him. We hit it off instantly, you know what I'm saying? Because um, we walked into his big crib in Miami, big picture of his mom, big painting up. And uh, I said, man, who's that? He says, my mom, my mom passed away. I said, for real? I said, man, my mom going through breast cancer now. So we hit it off. Fast forward to the spring game in April. Plex come down, and he like, uh, Murph, what you going to do, man? I, I'm turning around. I see his hand. I'm like, man, big homie, I'm about, I'm about to go crazy. And I asked him, I said, what you did in your spring game? He said, like, you know, he said, one, I killed Floyd. I think he had a hundred and... Oh yeah, oh yeah, he went, yeah, in that bowl game. I think it was the Citrus Bowl, man. Who's was at Michigan State, yeah, he was a bad boy. So yeah, so I was like, well, I said, whatever you gonna do, I'm gonna double it. You know what I'm saying? So we come out, first half, I hit him for 100, I'll never forget, 138 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. I was killing. Er come to me, halftime, I said, no, I'm playing the whole game, coach. I was like, he's like, no, nah, you, you done, you done, you done. You're not playing no more. I said, coach, I'm playing. I got 138, two touchdowns, I'm going for 300. I was like, man, can't nobody stop me. He was like, no, nah, you going, you, you, he's like, no, nah, you a starter. You a starter. So I'm like, all right, cool. So boom, I take my stuff off, you know, I'm chilling on the side, you know, and we can look this up. This is all stats, you know, the games, they're going to yeah. keep them numbers. Yeah. So he comes publicly. I still got the article in my desk to this day. He goes publicly and says, hey, Lewis Murphy has earned a starting job at, at the University of Florida. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, now I'm I'm turning up. Now I'm like, I'm so in the word. I'm so focused. He's like, I ain't no spring break, no nothing, no going home. I'm I'm in the gym every day, running routes with Tebow. You know what I'm saying? This Tebow first year starting. I'm like, bro, we about to run it up. Me and Tebow throwing routes at midnight, one in the morning. It's just me and him. Just me and him all time. All right, you can ask him. I called Tebow more than he called me. Hey, bro, let's throw some routes. So um, we get ready. We get in the training camp this time now. First game coming up, man, I'm ready to go. But I'm like, we got deep posts built up, everything. Because Billy Gonzalez coming to me in my locker, put his hand on my shoulder, everybody getting ready. You know what I'm saying? I done earned my starting job. It ain't no turning back. He done went public. I got the article. Coach G said, hey, man, we're not going to start you today. We're going to play Riley Cooper. And when I tell you, down like I think Percy would have transferred I think Bubba wanted to leave I think it was like so it was so such a hurt feeling dog that like man I got straight A's I done did everything you asked me to do I don't know I can't see myself I don't know if it's still on I, I, I can hear you I can hear you I can hear you 
So yeah, man. So it was just, it was like a hurt feeling, man. It was, it was uh, you know, and we played Western Kentucky. I'll never forget it. All the plays that was supposed to go to me went to Coop. He had 150 yards and like three touchdowns, and it, it broke me, man. And 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 we end up, you know. <laughs> this is crazy because I was like, man, I don't want to talk about this, but <laughs> that's no. all good, man. I mean, I listen, I listen, number one, uh, Murph, man, I appreciate you just being the body. I think I yeah. think the one thing about being former players, man, they think they think that you know, they think that we don't got feelings and we don't we don't feel stuff like look, man, this stuff yeah. bothered me. It's because no one knew what I if no one knew what I did, Herb knew I did everything he told me to do. I did every single thing. He told me to do. And what hurts the worst is, if you want Riley to play over me, cool. You tell me, though. Don't send Coach yeah. G. Don't yeah, send him to do it. Yeah. I see you trying to keep – because because if roles were reversed, you would want me to come to you. And I've thrown yeah. a lot to come to you and with everything we've had in the past for you to send Coach – because that put Coach G in a very, very awkward situation. Man, Coach G, Coach, G had, Coach G had tears in his eyes, man. And it was – and it was so tough, man, to stand on the sideline and watch that, man. And so back to my pops, man, always wisdom, man. So he told me, he said, look, I understand Monday practice. You better go out there ready for the game. You better go through every drill harder than you ever went before. You better go crazy. I'm talking about you better have so much energy and you better go you better go in there and I like don't act like it phased you at all. So I went out there, went to practice, man, and I'm grinding. I'm going through all the drills. Coop dealing with a turf toe, supposedly. So he uh he ends up taking uh like he he the whole practice, he's standing on the side. I don't know, can you see me? I can't see you, but I can hear you though. You good? You good? I can hear you. Yeah, I just don't want to. Uh... You all good. You all good. No words. No words. We got you. Yeah, yeah. Long with that audio, okay? So, man, Coop standing out there, man, with and you know, Coop, my boy. So I ain't, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not hating on. I'm like, I know it's not his decision. You know what I'm saying? No, he didn't put himself in there. So, um, we going through drill seven on seven. I'm starting. I'm back starting. Everything starting. 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 Everything. Everything starting. We had this thing called uh, ones versus ones. Like basically, like not one on ones receiving DB, but ones versus ones. Like number one offense versus no one defense. And it's the last period of practice. It's early in the week, so we get after it. You know what I'm saying? Like coach might give a situation. Hey, everybody on the side. We got refs out there. We need. You know, it's a minute 10 to go in the game. We need a touchdown, whether it's two-minute drill or just, you know, moving the ball, trying to get a touchdown on a field goal. So we get – so I'm, you know, I'm been grinding. Coop ain't practiced all practice, man. I'm talking about just standing with his cleats untied. So I see him tying his cleats up, and then I jog out there, and Coach G grabbed my wrist and tell me, hey, no, nah, don't go in. Coop, go in. And when he said that, dog – I mean, I lost it, bro. I took my shoulder pads. I threw them from field one, probably to field three. I threw my helmet all the way across the field, and I ran to the locker room, boo, crying like a little baby. And I just said, bro, I'm gone. I'm out of here, dog. Like, this is I, – I can't do it, man. Like, I done did everything. There's no way possible, 
you know what I'm saying, that this can happen. It's just, it just seems surreal to me. And, uh, yeah, so I went I went to the dorm room, called my pops. And my pops always said, man, and I guess it's a Marine term, you know, come through in flying colors. When you come through in flying colors, you could call me. If you don't come through in flying colors, don't ever call me. You know what I'm saying? So then I called and I said, pause, I've been through flying colors. I don't know what else to do but leave. You know what I'm saying? And then to your point, I called Herb, man, and told him I'm gone. Shoot, Herb pulled up to the crib like 930 that night. And uh, and I told him what happened. He was oblivious to it, didn't know. In his mind, he didn't know. So I got I give him credit for that. But then uh, he told me to come back to practice and don't worry about it. And I trusted him on that. We played Troy the next game. I had six catches for 99 yards, and the rest was history. I started ever since. So I don't know, you know, what happened or what what, what was what, but it was clear who was the better player. But I don't know, you know, what happened. So, you know, that was that. And I don't think people could handle that, dog. Like people, no, can't. no, no. Just, just listening to it. But think about what you did, though. Urban didn't know what was going on. Coach G getting caught up in the politics of uh, you know college football. All he see is you running off the field, boo-hoo crying with no with no jersey. All, all you got on is your, is your is your pants and your cleats. He thinking, man, what the hell is going on, right? Yep. But then sometimes you got to show a coach how much you love this game. Hey, bro, yep. I love it enough to walk away. Like I can't I can't do it. I can't do it like this only yep. because. Most of these boys only do what, what everybody does. Go lift, go run, go eat, go to OSL, whatever. No, man, I man, I had to fight my way back for this. I had yeah. to literally get up, be here at 5 a.m. because I got to be here by 5.30. I got to work. I got to pay my parents back. And you mean to tell, and, and, and I like how you said, this ain't this ain't against Riley Cooper now. That's the homie. Yeah. But if you in the way, you in the way. It yeah. ain't nothing against him. But I appreciate you being open and honest about the fact that Urban came to the dorm room. And I'm coming to, what? Man, I know where you at. Because him looking you in your face, see what you did when you told him the truth about what happened with your charge is what he did when you told him, hey, bro, nothing against you, Coach, nothing against Coach G, nothing against the team. I ain't doing this. I ain't going back out there when I know. I don't need nobody holding my wrist telling me I ain't playing. What you mean I ain't playing? No, you don't play when you hurt. That's what yeah. you <laughs> Don't tell me I'm not playing, but I will say this, Murph. Yeah. You got Mr. Boy, you got a hell of a spirit, man. You got a hell of a daddy too, man. Cause yeah. your daddy give it to you simple and plain. Look, man, I know who you are. I know who I raised. So yep. don't call me. You like well, dad, I can say, yeah, you can. I just boy, forget what you did in Florida. I saw what you did growing up on the South. I, I know you. Yeah. Yes. All I'm saying is, man, I'm happy that yeah. I, listen, you I'm know? not happy that everything that happened to you. I'm happy that it yeah. happened for you. Yeah, man, uh, for real, man. That's deep, man. That's deep. It happened for me, man. And you know, cooping up getting his, you know what I'm saying? I got mine. It was yeah, you know, and that's what I tell kids about transferring, like with the transfer portal. Like, bro, you can't talk to me about transferring, dog. Like, there's nothing you can really tell me about transferring if you ain't been, if you ain't did, if you ain't came through in flying colors. Like, it's just, it's old school, but it's real, though. Like, if you ain't came through in flying colors, bro, it ain't nothing to talk about. All these kids want to hit the portal, leave this, coach says something to them, all that. Bro, I done been through all that, bro, and some. You know what I'm saying? I even told her, I said, Herb, I got the article where you said I'm the starter. 
Like I had it with me. I, I was pulled, I pulled it out. It was his first, it was Cam Newton's first spring game. Cam threw for 270 some yards. Tebow did great too as well. You know, I was the standout leading receiver in one half of ball. Like they you know, it was nothing there like er, bro. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. You know, he told me to come back to practice and then shoot it one day. It was definitely weird with Coop, you know what I'm saying? But we shared time. I started, but you know, he would get his in, but you know, it all works itself out, man. And it you know, it's just it's good, it's great to be a Florida Gator, man. You know, it, is, it, is, it, is, you know it definitely I mean? is. I know Swamp King is coming out here soon on Netflix. I, I I'm just happy that you you gave us some time today, Murph, because what I what I be wanting what I be wanting people to see when it comes to people like yourself is I say, yeah, you root for him to play. I want you to root for the man. He's trying to show you why. But I'm interested. You just figured out who I was because I, I can dance with that ball out there on that field now. But I'm a person underneath all this. I know, listen, man, may, you know, may mom, dudes, rest in peace, man. You got to – you come from a hell of a family, man. I'm, I mean, when I see Raiders, Panthers, Giants, Bucks, 49ers, Orlando, Apollos, no, man, that fails in comparison to the individual. And now, more importantly, father – Right, businessman, tropical smoothie cafe on the south side, St. Yeah. Petersburg. If you listen, all you got to do is look for all the Tampa Bay Rays baseball players. They are they gonna be all over there, you know, get get you know getting there. <laughs> but Lewis, man, Lou, just know this, man. I'm rooting for you in life, man, and I'm and I'm happy at Likewise. the fact that I'm happy at the fact that your daddy was a Marine. Because I'm telling you, it takes the son of a Marine to endure what you've endured, but. It takes a hell of a man, man, to keep paying it forward. I, I was always told you got three stages, man. You got the learning stage, you got the earning stage, and you got the returning stage. You will earn based on what you learn. But now, based on what you learn and what you earn, you will return. I appreciate you returning yeah. back to the south side, giving it back to the same place that gave it up to you, man. And I appreciate you. Man, thank you, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure, man, uh, to jump on with you. You know, the OG, man, it's, it's always a pleasure, man. And I pray number of blessings. For you and your podcast, man, I'm actually thinking about starting one, uh, you know, so I ha definitely have to have you on. Of course, you already know who you are. I don't know who your first guest is going to be, but I'm definitely going to be one of them. That's all. Have, you, already have know. you have you played fantasy football? I have played fantasy football before, yes. This is my first year playing fantasy this year, man, so I'm kind of going to try to document it, you know, Doing the podcast, man, I might need some tips, man. On I got you. Listen, I, listen, I'm, listen, I'm not, I'm not gonna give you the Mr. Barnett tips, but I got some tips for you. Listen, it's a humble pleasure, man. Chopping up with you, man. I got to get down to St. Pete, man, to just come up anytime just to see you in person, boy. Listen, keep doing what you're doing. Long live Lewis Murphy Jr. Yep. If, if I, and listen, if you don't know nothing else, man, know that I know. Er, listen, I ain't do for you what Urban did for you, but but you got a brother over here, man. Anything you need, man, just yeah. I'm gonna phone call away. Yeah, and I'm gonna text you too, man. Just uh, we need to. I need to get up to Gainesville and catch a game, man. You gonna catch a game this year? I got you. I'm, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look to get up in one, man. Let's let's try to let's try to make it. The let's same. try to link up. Let's try to All link right. up, man. All he right, man. Have Lewis a blessed one, man. Yes, sir. He is Lewis Murphy. I am being true. This is 84 Reasons, the latest installment. Make sure that Netflix special coming out on the 22nd, Swamp Kings. This man was a part of the glory years, 2006, 2009. He got there in 2005. He is Lewis. I am being. We both Florida Gators for life. If you're not a Gator, it don't matter. No way. And we out of here.